So, we're back for episode 55, recording session two. Yes. <laughs> and uh, it is a miserably cold day outside. I love it. God bless uh, Nebraska. Uh, uh, it was so nice yesterday. Well, pretty nice yesterday. And today it's like freezing rain. Well, if you don't live in Nebraska, we should say we have bipolar weather. It just at any moment it can change drastically. I like it. And it's only gotten worse since, you know, climate change, if you believe that sort of thing. I feel like I believe climate change, but I'm not sure if it's affected Nebraska weather just yet. <laughs> but I do believe in it. I feel like it has. Do you think so? Of course, it could just be like, well... A weather pattern. Well, you, you know there's something out there. It's like hypochondria. Well, no, no. Weather chondria. I don't think it's like that at all. Me- Meteorochondria. I don't think it's like that because it's the weather is drastically different than it used to be. Do you not think so? No, I think so, too. In my that's lifetime, what, it is. I mean, I mean, the winters are different times of the year, it seems like. So we only get snow once a year. When have we become like the weather podcast? <laughs> Let's just discuss all things weather. Let's have a little call-in show. The meteor. This is medi- Jim from Duluth or from Duluth pod. with soda. It's cold up there. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know Duluth's being affected by climate change too. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh god, it's breaking news. Have we lost it? Do we not have it anymore? Our ability. I think that, I think this is going swimmingly. <laughs> yeah, we we haven't fought each other and like closed down the show I mean, yet. It'll definitely it'll definitely it'll definitely be swimmingly once climate change takes over and we're all drowned right by the glaciers. Uh, you know, the first part is I've known you long enough to know you were going to go to that terrible joke, and you did. You committed. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a professional comedian like me. Uh I mean, uh, an unpaid professional comedian like me. Well, <laughs> yeah. Unpaid you were going to say something dream crushing, weren't you? No, I didn't have anything to say. I thought I just had to take a break. You were in a pickle. <laughs> a conflict. A conflict. That's the word. That's the word. <laughs> we have to deli- we have to release part one at least partially <laughs> so we can get the we'll get that joke. <laughs> I couldn't think of conflict, so I knew I had to use pickle. That was the other big word. Sometimes was- words fail. <laughs> <laughs> that was the other big word I was gonna use conflict. <laughs> but um we should say that, you know, I've started doing comedy. Well, I like to think I've always been doing comedy with the podcast until today and the weather talk. But I started going on stage. For like the last six weeks or so, and um, I've really enjoyed it. You were supposed to be asking me questions about it, but I was talking about I'll be a narcissist. Let's <laughs> talk about no, myself. No, no, no. Let me let me ask some questions. I'm just burning with questions here. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so um, when you did your first night of stand-up, yes, sir. did you invite your esteemed co-host or did you invite somebody else? No, I invited my former co-host. <laughs> I invited my former co-host, Brandon. I see, because he's supportive. Um, if there's one thing he's been supportive of, it's you going into comedy, yes, stand up, which we've we've never been able to explain. He thinks they have the goods, I guess. <laughs> um, speaking of uh, Brandon, okay. I, I read an article today that they've discovered a negativity gene. <laughs> there is a gene, supposedly. Did Brandon volunteer himself for some medical test? <laughs> His family volunteered him <laughs> when he was a child. Or maybe only like Cylons have it. I don't know. He we've really, be, we've really be. jumped past my comedy to the. No, we'll come back. Okay, to it. we'll come back. We'll circle around. <laughs> and uh, so, <laughs> neg- negative Nancy may be able to say it's congenital. Um, He's not here to defend himself. I wish he would be for this bit. But genes don't need defending. The ghost Brandon. <laughs> oh. It is what it is. You know, he he can just fall back on that now. It's kind of like the uh, when people say I, you know, I'm obese by genetics. Was that a dig at me, man? Do you do you do you blame it on genetics? No, my parents are both pretty skinny. <laughs> no, my, I blame it on depression. My family's fit. <laughs> uh, I'm just really fat. <laughs> no, Brandon's. Uh, 
I think Brandon. I don't think he needed a study to know that Brandon had a negativity gene. <laughs> Just to be honest, I don't think. Well, you know, it could have been formed by you know by his environment. No, that was it could genetic. Be, it could be both. Nobody's that negative. It was genetic. <laughs> so, con- con- yeah, no, that was genetic negativity. The art. The article had the term n- a nabub of negativity, which I've never. What the hell's a nabub? I have no idea. You don't know. The great Jared doesn't know. I don't know. Oh my god. So uh, I'll tell you what a nabub uh, is. Brandon, the nabub of negativity. <laughs> It's the center of all negativity in the body, the naboob. I s- naboob. <laughs> I wasn't called the naboob. <laughs> Nabub. Were you? Uh, I like you, boobs, Jared. Did, did you poopster bait before you left? You still have some no. rem- remnants of the. Of you know the, that bit didn't go as well on stage as I thought it would go. <laughs> frankly, I thought it was funny. So did I. <laughs> Nobody laughed that night at me. Or any subsequent nights. <laughs> that's, no, that's erroneous. No, did you get laughed I have, I have pr- audio proof, video proof of it, too, of oh, laughs, no. sir. Audio and visual proof? Yeah, it's, I told a story about my dad giving me the sex talk a couple weeks ago, and it went really well. Yeah. About how he told me, just don't be a fucking pervert. Like, he didn't give me any more <laughs> talk the, to that. That's the talk. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I had to go with that. So so how, how, did they, how did they go down? Did he, like, come into your room? How did he approach the No, subject? we went to his room. Some, I don't know. I I think I got caught with porn mag or something. I didn't tell part of the story, but like something. So he brought me to his room. He's like, just don't be a fucking pervert. T- Tony, c- Tony, will you come in here for a moment? Essentially. And then my mom <laughs> wouldn't let me go to the sex ed classes. It's like, like you know, you had to get like, oh, sign a waiver. one of those. Huh? I guess. So you had to sign a waiver to go to sex ed and she wouldn't sign it. So you just sat in class while everyone else <laughs> was else in there watched... watching vagina videos. Yeah. And... So all I had was don't, so this is all in my bit, like, don't be a fucking pervert. <laughs> and uh, I couldn't get to watch anything about what's sex entailed. <laughs> so I, had, I was like lost in the wind. Like I had no choice. I mean, let's be honest. Those classes <clears throat> didn't really reveal anything. I you don't know, know. You know, you know, <laughs> you know the gist of it. You know the overarching principles. You know, yes, penis goes in. You know, there's boobs. You're naked. I kind of knew that stuff. But I mean, let's be honest. That's this is why this is this is why. Um, you know, no one wants to have well, except for men. I suppose. You, I mean, you want your partner to be experienced, right? But you still, but you like the idea of a virgin, for other reasons. But you know, you this go, got when, weird and when, creepy. When people are in sex education class, yeah. you know, you don't. They don't teach them the finer points, like the positions. You know how to have the a ottoman. Full, how to have <laughs> how to give them good shit. To, the jackhammer. How to <laughs> how, how to have a fulfilling sexual relationship. With well, their it's partners. sixth grade. I don't know if they need to teach you. I don't know if sixth grade is the right year to teach them how to have a fulfilling sexual partner. Well, they don't teach it ever. Okay. In the in the schools. <laughs> well, part of the fun is learning, but I, I, I will say, like, then I, I talk about how I found my brother's porn stash. It was in the ceiling. Like, he hit it in, like a panel in the ceiling, and I pushed on it, and like all these porns fell on my head, which is a true story. So I was like, that was my <laughs> that was my introduction to sex. It was like hardcore <laughs> pornography and no sex ed. <laughs> so yeah, we have places around here you could hide pornography pretty easily too. In this old house, been remodeled. I, I can think of a handful. He didn't of hide it very well. <laughs> well, I think maybe my brother's mad at me because I sent him a text with like, the link to the video. Either that or he's very unsupportive. And like I said, watch this. And I tried calling him twice. He didn't answer. Maybe he's pissed. He talked about it, but I didn't say his name. He couldn't be pissed, could he? How lame would that be? Yeah, it'd be pretty lame. I didn't even say his name. I mean, I'm not sure if he is or not. Maybe he just didn't watch it. I mean, nobody really cares. Yeah, I was like, dude, you think that's a big? I, I doubt my brother's not that conservative. So maybe he just didn't was watch this, it. Like, 15 years ago? Yeah. 20 years ago? Something like that. Years ago? Barry was there and we found it. <laughs> and he was in the audience that night. So it's kind of, I pointed him out. Was it like opening a door in a in like a haunted castle? Like, kind of. But, you know, but you know what stash. the best part, you know what the hit, uh, the hit of the show was? None of the comedians. I mean, they, they were all, we all had a good night. We all got good laughs. I, I put myself in that category now. We, it's right. And uh, Jenny 
was the hit because she was wasted. So she was heckling <laughs> everybody. She even got like Dusty Stell was like, "Let's give it up for Tony's drunk wife." And she was interrupting his set, interrupting. She was heckling me. Like it was fucking great. She was yelling at like people. She was like, like one, one guy was reading tweets all night. The host. It was funny like his comedic tweets. That guy but, with the teeth and the beard. No, I don't know who that Different even guy. is. Different guy. I don't know who the guy with the teeth and the beard is. The the guy who was hosting the night I went. Uh, oh no, maybe that was him. I don't. No, no, it was a different guy. The guy was hilarious. His name is Jack Comstock, and uh, <laughs> it's like I don't think he was going to read text or tweets the whole night. But Jenny kept asking for him the whole night. She's <laughs> like, all right, <laughs> just kept reading him. <laughs> it was pretty funny. What kind of tweets were they reading? I mean, like doesn't... comedic ones. I don't know, like little jokes. And like it was funny, but like it was funny. It was more funny Jenny's reaction. I went the next night without Jenny because I do, I do it twice a week. Oh, yeah. Mike, and like, everybody's like, "Where's Jenny?" I was like. Sobering up. <laughs> we had her in rehab. Last night was her rock bottom. <laughs> she had a hangover that lasted all day. <laughs> but like, there was a black guy that called me fat there, like, a really funny comedian. And he pointed me out. Like He's never been there before, so he just insults people in the audience. Uh, so he's calling me fat. I was like, all right. I was like, I'm going to get you back, motherfucker. And like, so I go up there. I was like, hey, my, uh, I was talking about my nephew and how they're looking for his dad. And there's just some black guy in West Omaha. This guy saves from West Omaha. <laughs> 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 I was like, we found him, the only black guy in West Omaha. <laughs> so I got him back. So it was fun. So it was a good night, actually. And then the next night I bombed terribly because I went, I, my stories are getting too long. Let me fix my headphones. I did observe the night that I was there that um, one of your stories went on too long. Well, you're also just testing it out. So, I mean, I'll probably do that story again cut in half because it's just, it's just open mics. So you just test shit out. I mean, it's not like it's a show where I have to have it polished. That's what everybody's doing. So I, don't, I'm too, I was too hard on myself at, at first. I think because I'm new, I think I'm doing pretty good for being new. Like, I have a lot of different material I could use, but I really enjoy it. Actually, I think I do want to make a go at it. It's so much fun. I mean, I, you can work full time and do it, so it doesn't matter. It's not like you have to mm-hmm. sacrifice your family's survival to try to be. But it's fun. I enjoy it. I notice people have egos already. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like oh, I did. I don't have an ego. Believe it or not. Like I'm a nice guy. I don't. <laughs> I don't. You know. Like people have egos. Like they don't like to see you do well. I think or something. Not everybody. Most people are cool, but like, I've co- comedians are cutthroat, man. I've already noticed that. Like, just well, you know, they come a dime a dozen. Basically, everyone wants to be a comedian. Oh, I'm funny. I can do that. I can be a comedian. I can tell jokes. It's actually tough. So I mean, it doesn't. That doesn't really surprise me. Uh, there's some good comedians in Omaha, though. I've noticed. I've learned that. Like some really funny people. I. Uh, one thing that was a bummer, though. I, I I made that small penis bit about my small penis or whatever, just making fun of myself. And uh, like a girl follows me named Abby, and she talks about her boyfriend's huge dick. I'm like, God damn it! Like, she's looking at me like I was just kidding. I was exaggerating for comedy, but it was fun. It was a good night. It's been a lot of good nights. I mean, it's oh, you have a small dick. You should see my boyfriend. <laughs> He's it's, huge. It's I was like, thanks, huge. Abby. Why don't you go talk to my wife about that? <laughs> <laughs> she won't know anything about that, Abby. <laughs> but it was a, it was a good night. It was they were fun. So I've, I've been enjoying that. Probably the most fun I've ever had in my life. Like, I really enjoy podcasting. I think I like stand up even more. I think I'm going to go for it. I really do. Like it's uh, I've gotten really good feedback. Even when I tank, like some, I have a couple of professional comedian friends mm-hmm. just from the podcast network. I'm like, no, you did really well for your first time, and they, you know, like, you got one line that was killer. Well, they re- they reviewed your YouTube video. Uh-huh. Do you want to tell people your YouTube channel so they can? You can just search can Tony Bohr. You'll find my comedy, <laughs> Tony Bohr. Follow me on Twitter at seventy six Street Pod. Of course, we had TonyBohr.com. We got and rid you, of it. Then you're then, then you were like, no, let's just get rid of that. I'm not. That's never going to happen. And now now, now, now it's now, happening. Now you're doing it. Now you don't have a website. So. Yeah, we'll get it. But um, 
Yeah, follow us on Twitter. You, at, need, you need a website. At 76 Street Pod. We're trying to get our Twitter followers up, too, Jared. I don't know if you know that, but we're trying to. I see. They've been going up, too. So it's 76 and the Street Pod. No pressure, though, but do the right thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't spam anybody on there anymore, either, so they start going up again. <laughs> I don't even advertise our show anymore. I've done, I've done advertising. Yeah. Word of mouth, I'll get it. It's <laughs> so, out. so what are you doing then? Nothing? No, that's not true. I go on stage and people say, they talk about the podcast every time. Oh, really? The, the host last week was hilarious. He actually mentioned Bruce Springsteen songs too. But anyway, that's besides the fact. So but, um, are they mentioning it because they've listened? Yeah, he listens. He's like, I'm very depressed. I listen to a lot of Springsteen songs. Like, yeah, he's listening then. He's telling <laughs> the truth. But his name was Kyle O'Reilly. He's fucking hilarious. I've never seen a guy kill a room more than that guy to make it just go fucking bananas and laughter. And oh, I did. different definition of kill than I was. Than oh, I, no, yeah. yeah like, 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 oh, no, he killed the room. No, he didn't. I guess it's <laughs> the wrong word because it fucking went, erupted in laughter because he told the story about how he, he had gotten this crazy voice started yelling about the shutdown. He's like, things are different now. He's like, he's like kicking, <laughs> he kicked over the mic stand in the chair. It's like 9-11. Yeah, like, everything's different. Now. I want to be supportive, but I can't. Like, he's just fucking freaking out. But he was very funny. And then he was talking about our podcast. He's like, we only invite you to these shows because you have a podcast. <laughs> he's like, you're like that kid with the, the, like, the, the game system with four controllers. <laughs> People are only your friends because they want to play your video games. <laughs> <laughs> so they just, they're just our friends because they want to come on our show. <laughs> <laughs> they all want to come on. Stroke their egos. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it was fun. So we've been getting a lot of, our downloads have been going up because of the comedy, I think. So You should get them to record your uh, episodes on stage there so you can. Record our episodes? I mean, you, I mean, you have some video, but I mean like record off the mixer thing or whatever. Also, my supporter friend Brandon record it. Figure out how he wants to do it. Though the first the first time, I mean, I mean not the first time, I mean it's every time. Seems like they have some mechanism to. I don't do think that. they do. I don't think people do that at open mics. Hmm. I, I I feel like they record their own. I mean, it seems like when you know if you're playing like a scrimmage game, you want to record it and see how you perform. Sort of. I deal. think they just assume you'll record your own if you want to review it. A lot of people bring their camcorders and stuff. Hmm. So I think it's more like you just review it on your own. Of course, every time I have Jenny review it because I want to review it, Jenny's talking the whole time through it like. Whee! <laughs> so like, I have to get through Jenny's like heckling me. Like every time I'm on stage, I can hear Jenny interrupting me. I love it. But I was like, God damn it, Jenny! I'm trying to, like, <laughs> I'm trying to learn this crap. Trying to work here. <laughs> <laughs> but then she's laughing, so I can't. I, I, she's enjoying the story. Well, maybe you just need to be. Maybe you just need to kill it right there. Like Jenny, excuse me, <laughs> Jenny, shut up. <laughs> It'll be right by right. Like, like just scream at my wife in front of everybody. <laughs> That'd be real funny. Sean Connery here with your voice. <laughs> <laughs> I Turner was right. <laughs> Tina should have listened. <laughs> I started screaming at her. <laughs> I probably won't do that because I love my wife. I also told you she wasn't really mad at you. She's not mad at you. I made that up. Is that right? Yeah. She's, she's like, Jared's just Jared. He's an asshole. He is what he is. I don't appreciate you lying to me like that. <laughs> she was mad at you that day, but she wasn't. She's not never going to talk to you again. <laughs> again, we got to go back. We were like, I forgot about that part. <laughs> we're referencing uh, part one that we have to release. Part one. Nobody listening. If we get new listeners, are not going to know what we're talking about. And that's your fault. Go back and listen to the catalog. <laughs> <laughs> we'll release it. We'll release it as two parts: one, the episode, and then two, the supplement. Can we release it quickly? Like we need, we need to get a new episode out quick. Oh, well, you know, as long as the sound doesn't cut out, I think we're doing pretty good. The next couple of days, you should release it. We if you can. probably just release it verbatim. Well, the other one, we just consider that a piece of shit anyway. Yeah. And just, I like, I like the supplement idea. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. So. Like oh, addendum or what's it called? Like <laughs> yeah, release totally. another one <laughs> recently. Like that. But um, you can um, so that's all I got for my comedy. I don't know. I've enjoyed it. <laughs> I gave some shout outs. I've been giving a lot of love on our Facebook page to some of them, like Preston Tompkins. 
probably the best young comedian in Omaha. One of friend them. of the show. Yeah, he's been on the show. Dusty Stell's been on the show. I think Dusty Stell hates me though. I don't think he likes me, but I don't know if that just is. He's hard to read. That might just be his demeanor. I think he's just getting ready for the show. He seems. Whenever I see him, it seems like he's always angry. But I don't think he is angry. I think he's just like pontificating what he's going to say. He might just look angry. Yeah. You know. Some it's people, funny though. You know, your facial expressions are kind of, you know, like muscle memory. You know, if you always have a scowl. You're like, are you mad at me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> he runs it, so I gotta kiss his ass. And I like him too. Oh, he, oh, he does. Huh? I think so. <clears throat> he's a good guy. I, don't, I just don't think he likes me. I don't know. Like, I don't know what I would have done to make him not like me. Well, he's going to listen to this episode. Oh, and, that's then, true. And, then, <laughs> and then he's going to Dusty, tell I you. like you. I want you to like me. <laughs> please, Dusty, please. please. Please like Tony. Or I will destroy you. Do not make me an enemy. No, sub- just kidding. Sub- <laughs> just and kidding. subscribe to his YouTube page. <laughs> I did subscribe. No, telling him. Oh. Subscribe to your YouTube page. Oh, yeah. I have two subscribers. I'm one of them. <laughs> I haven't promoted it. It's like, it's like when you give the thumbs up on the Facebook page to your own post. <laughs> yeah, I'll do that. I'll retweet myself too. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I know you will. <laughs> I, I see it, and every time I see it, I just put my hand yeah, up to my yeah, forehead. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, Tony. Yeah. Oh, man. I also mentioned that I retweet myself as part of the fun. <laughs> yeah. So, so in our supplement, you bash on me watching in marathon mash. Yes. And then because you because because you go on about how people should. Uh, should not waste time. You give this big speech about how you shouldn't watch too much sports, but then you watch 17 <laughs> years of MASH in, in like a in week's little, time. In, in little, no, 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 you no. Get no. the fuck out of here. It's been, it's been a long time. I think I was watching it when I went to D.C., which was in July. Okay, but my point is still made. <laughs> no, it's absolutely a waste of time. But um, And then, you know, you criticize it quite harshly. And then... I'm sorry. I was mad at you. I was on Facebook deleting my network account. Yeah. Supplement. <laughs> I know you were because I got an email about it. And... uh because we share the email account. And uh, and then I see that you're going to be marathon watching The Wonder Years. Huh. Huh. <laughs> you reading my shit now, dude? <laughs> I notice things. <laughs> Do you really? Sure. Periodically. I never knew you read anything. I had no idea you ever read my tweets or anything. I mean, I, I, mean, I don't go you know, back in history, but you know, if I'm on there and I notice. So uh, explain yourself. Haven't you, I, never, haven't, I never made a stance. Haven't you done that multiple times already? I've wasted years of my life. I've wasted my whole life. I'm not afraid to waste some more. <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> it's a wonder years, man. It's awesome. <laughs> my kids need to know. They're two now. They're two and I one. I did tell Brianna that the wonder years is probably a better show than MASH. It is. It's got so much heart. But I don't have the same connection to it as you do. I grew because, up on it, yeah. Because you relate it to your childhood. Is that just me? I hear for everything fine. Okay, um, you can relate it to your childhood. My childhood was nothing like the Wonder Years, you know, like neighborhood friends playing baseball on the street, you know, going to the same school with them forever, and then like you know the one girl you knew since childhood, you know, falling in love with her in high school or something. Don't have any of that. Well, he doesn't marry the girl. He falls. In the no, well, let's not spoil the ending. For people <laughs> 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 Spoiler. <laughs> In case you haven't seen a show from the 80s oh, and his, and 90s. Dad, his dad dies. Spoiler. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Hey, you've had twenty years to watch it. Fuck off. That's okay. Everyone knows how Mash ends too. <laughs> the war ends. Yeah. Everyone knows how the Bible ends. How does it end, Jared? <laughs> he gets killed. No, he's a tur- he comes back. He who cannot be killed. He who should not be mentioned. Jesus comes it's, back. It's just, it's, it's just that's why it's the greatest story ever told. It is just like the greatest movies. They always come back with a vengeance, right? It's like the Forrest Gump of books. Just a great story. Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. 
There's a lot of re- except religion. they start with the comeback. There's a lot of dogma in that though, the religious dogma in Battlestar Galactica. I think there really is. There's like a Jesus character, and like it's a very good show. I'm I'm watching it again. It's good, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very it like is. a it's like a study of society. I start reading books, Jared. Lots of sci-fi this summer. I'm right. I'm right. I'm right past Admiral Kane's reign of terror. Oh, okay. Yes. One of our and, shows are never interviewed. I think Admiral Kane. Really? Yeah, uh, Bombad Radio. Yeah, and it's it's interesting how much I've forgotten since I last watched it. Just yeah, you know, like Curb Your Enthusiasms. I can I can I can tell you the plot of well, every single one of them. They're not so <laughs> as in depth as Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> it's not really a continuing story so much either. It's just kind of <laughs> sometimes Battlestar Galactica isn't as continuing as I as I hope for. You know, like uh, you always hate the standalone episodes are always bullshit, like well, in X Files. Well, there's these seemingly important things like you know the the um, the Cylon chick disappears into the fleet. You never hear it mentioned again. You know, um, the the one, not the Asian girl, the other one who they who they identify and they were tracking her through the Galactica and then she disappears. The next episode they don't talk about it and they never talk about it again. Her name was Danny or something? The blonde, you know, the one that Baltar has in his mind, sees in his mind. Oh, well, there's also one they don't talk about again. There's a... Uh, the reporter? Z- no. Xena? Uh, yeah, Xena. She's in a show where she shows her boobs all the time. It's fucking. Tell me more. They're, yeah, they're amazing too. Like, tell I me can't more. believe Zena still got it. What show it. is this? She's. It's um. <laughs> uh, it's on Showtime. It's uh. Okay, it's like a Roman t- fighting show. I can't think of the. Come on, who's the Roman that led the rebellion? Spartacus. So she's on the show. Spartacus. She was at least. I only watched the first season, and she showed her tits the whole time. It's like this is outstanding. I see. So Lucy this, Lawless. This is a cable show. Her boobs are flawless. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's a cable show. I don't know why I felt like referencing her boobs, but they were they were really good. They're nice boobs. No, I mean top. That's a top tip for our listeners. Yeah, <laughs> need to see a good pair of tits tonight. Spartacus. Well, you're gonna see a lot of male nudity. That's a bummer. That really ruins demand. it, though. <laughs> it's kind of a homoerotic show, so it kind of. Well, I mean, for our gay listeners out there, it's something to watch. <laughs> but you know, also for our gay listeners, you can see a pretty good pair of tits. You know, the Middle East and sort of the <laughs> Roman Empire area. I mean, there's there's a there's a long history of homoeroticism. That's true. I mean, at what well, po- at what point did we start denying? Turning that down, like no, we'll just stick with the vagina solely. You know, you trying to say something out now, Jared? Any, we don't have any place. Is, is this a personal? No, this is an anthropological question. Oh, okay, I don't know. I think that women are better looking than men, so that's nice. So I don't know where <laughs> the other part. I don't know how that. I think it was more of like Certain, a, certainly, and I, I think I, I think, think it was. <clears throat> I think most of the Romans would say that they well, would prefer well, women well, too. But, I, don't, I think it was more of a um, society. Like kind of you had to do it type of thing. I don't think I think it was more of a social status thing than it was as sexual as like with you know obviously I think so I don't know I, I, don't, I don't know either I don't have I, I think that ever I haven't read the books but I think it's more like about Rome Roman and everything the Rome Empire I think that it was more like that a social status but not just Romans Greek, either and, yeah even even the Persians and stuff. well yeah it goes through all the major but I think it was more some sort of status thing than it than it was sexual kind of like when a dog a male dog comes to another dog kind of puts it <laughs> in its place I think it was more like that than do it, they do that. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't seen. Oh, that. they'll ride each other. Dogs are gay as shit. Scafod. <laughs> I made myself laugh. How lame is that? <laughs> Not a smart man. I've never mm. claimed to be. But that's. Well, I think you're never going to be a good comedian until you can't laugh at your own jokes. Oh, I think I'm funny. Until you stop laughing at your own jokes. Oh, until you they, stop. They say. Who's no, they? that's not. That's not. So who the fuck are these they people? Some, some. You, you can giggle sometimes. There's plenty of comedians that are made it and millionaires aren't funny at all. So why should I have confidence in my own ability? <laughs> That's how I look at it. <laughs> you can't argue that. Nope. So there you go. Sky's <laughs> the fucking limit. Well, I'm great at marketing. 
and I have I, I like to think I'm funny. I'm going for it. Are you thinking of like the Larry the Cable guys of the world? Yeah. Is he considered a comedian or just uh, or just like an act? <laughs> no, I, I, to me, he's an act, not a comedian. I mean, it's funny. I it's think funny he's labeled to me. as a comedian. I mean, we've d- talked about it before. I think it's funny when you realize that he's not Larry the Cable. Well, he's guy just playing you for a fucking. He's, he's he's actually brilliant. He, he that's right. We, he is actually brilliant. Yeah, he's fooling everybody. Yeah. <laughs> But still, not funny. Now, I wonder if consciously he thinks, I want to take advantage of these morons, or if he's like, I like these people, I'd like to entertain them. No. I, I think for sure he's taking advantage of them. Maybe now he likes to entertain them. I mean, maybe he's not a bad guy, I don't know. But I, I know he, he made that switch because he couldn't make it as a you know, regular, insightful comedian. He's like, well, I'm going to fucking put an act on to fool these yokels. For sure, that's what he grew up in Nebraska, he knew what he was doing. Of course, who's to say comedy has to be insightful? I mean, doesn't as, have as long as you're guffawing, that's all that matters, right? Oh fucking Christ! But no, he's he's uh he, he's good at what he does, I guess. But it's not my t- it's not my cup of tea. But he's a multimillionaire, so whatever. If that's how we measure success, he's successful, I guess. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> well, he's made the world a dumber place. But this is a capitalist country. You are only worth how much money you have. So well, but he's pretty worthwhile. So you're a shit comedian. I'm so I live in Las Vegas, but I'm a great comedian. Shit. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I don't even have a job right now. Nobody will hey. hire me. <laughs> Cox wanted to hire you. Well, for the fucking, you have no Twilight life shift, shift, and you don't love your children shift. <laughs> like, so what you're saying, what you're telling, what you're telling the whole world right here on our show is, you love your children. <laughs> yes, I'm taking that stance. There we, go. we have a revelation here. <laughs> I miss your mom. <laughs> I raise them. That's crazy. We'll print the papers. <laughs> uh, I'm like the, I'm bucking the trend or whatever. I, I I raise my kids. My wife works and goes to school. A great fucking father, whatever. <laughs> Kids love me. How's your pussy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man, <laughs> fuck you, dude. I don't have a comeback for that. That's <laughs> really funny. I I like how you just went to like a very insightful the conversation this morning with a bunch of like like academics, academia, and then you just asked me how's my pussy. Absolutely. <laughs> Jared's still alive in there. He's still got some semblance of some resemblance of his old self. I like to stereotype a little bit. Play on society. How's your pussy? <laughs> I didn't even get it first coming through you. Like, How's my what? Oh, I'm a huge pussy. I'm I get glad it. I could catch you off guard. It's good. Because obviously it's a female's role to take care of. Oh, children. no, you don't have to over. I got it. <laughs> I got it. I, I, I get there. <laughs> I, I, well, how so, much time we got recorded? Not enough. Oh, damn it. So, uh, <laughs> hoarders. <laughs> Back to that again. The Jared Kimball story? Before you showed up, I did a, a small <clears throat> recording about the the hoarding in this garage. At least it's a special episode? <laughs> Are you really? It was like, no, it was, I don't know, it was like 11 minutes. I was just, it was a lot of quiet ponderance. <laughs> reading reading the covers of some of these books that have made it into the garage here. The Kite Runner, for instance. It's a pretty New, successful New book. New York Times bestseller. Yeah, it was actually a movie, too. And uh, I ident- identified that these books had to be my sister's, but... The reason I bring up hoarding is I was standing in the kitchen the other day and my mom comes from her area where she does her business and TV show watching on her computer. (laughs) And she says, do you know any people like those people I see on hoarders? (laughs) 100% dead serious. So what, how did you answer that? And so I'm, you know, we're looking around this garage right now and there's You know some of those people. And, and I... With all my might, I do my very best not to even make a smirk. <laughs> <laughs> you more the I'll go do it on a podcast where hundreds of people can listen type of guy. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. And so, and so, and so, so I'm like, you know, I don't really, I don't really see where my friends live that much. <laughs> 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 I, 
deadpan face you know <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm dying yeah inside because i i never expected that because you know i i you know sometimes i i hoped deep down that there was some introspection Not on her there. part you know like you know yes i know that i bring a lot of stuff into her house and i'll and i'll say she's not like the hoarders on that show that's pretty, not yet that's very extreme i don't think she just collects things that she finds you know she buys all this shit jared but she's pretty close we're like silence like yeah <laughs> we're, we're peering around maybe tony's right isn't it like, <laughs> i don't know I'm, t- I'm, I'm trying to define it but you know i i heard I, I saw an article just the other day that these people these these this woman's husband died and they were it turns out they were hoarders and they had accumulated 160 tons of stuff in their New York apartment. Oh my god. Floorboards were buckling. Is your cousins or <laughs> <laughs> It's my mom's twin sister. <laughs> hey, let's get don't, don't, how did you answer it? I I don't I want to know how you answered it. I just listened as she talked about their habits, you know, but it just never You didn't take the time to It, it never no. You're a weakling. <laughs> She'd be like, Mom, you're a hoarder. This is the time. Mom, I, I stop leave, it. I leave subtle hints in our discussions. Well, that's a little too subtle. So that, that point you know, doesn't call for know, subtlety. You know, like when she, when she uses, like, you know, a stereotype or something, and then I'll say, like, you know, like, um, you know, all those, all those people on welfare, all those black people on welfare checks, and I'll say, um, Mom, I think, I think, like, a majority of the people on welfare are white people. Yeah. Stuff like that, you know. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and so so I just I just leave little things like that like no you're wrong. Like you know, you're a horrible racist but I'll subtly you know contradict you. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, well yeah. It's I you know, I don't it's it's no sense, you know, attacking and arguing cuz no. as they as as it always shows as, as soon as you start attacking people on their beliefs, that's when they cling to them. Well, you didn't have to most. I don't think I don't think you, sometimes in life it presents an opportunity, a perfect opportunity to, to tell somebody about a problem you think they have or whatever. And I don't think you could ever get a better opportunity than that. You don't have to attack her, but like, mom. I, well, I'm still holding out hope that. Stop holding out that hope. I'm looking at this garage. <laughs> that maybe if she watches that show. Well, clearly you're wrong because she's watching the show. She'll see like, someone she can identify with, and then once she realizes that she's she's stepping over with the that. trash, she's like, God, look at these people. Look how they live. She's falling over in a pile of like <laughs> trash. She'll see someone with you know four, fourteen cages of birds and. <laughs> Or you'll film it on your. You'll film the. You'll film a video of your house and like submit send it to it order. in the orders and they <laughs> show it. This is watch. this is a contestant that we didn't choose. She's eating their chips and salsa like <gasps> they haven't reached an, an advanced enough stage of hoarderdom. <laughs> Wait a second, this this looks like our kitchen. Well, wow, Jared, look, these people have a kitchen that looks just <laughs> like ours in the show. It's disgusting. <laughs> it's full of animals. Ours isn't like that, is it? <laughs> is that our bird? <laughs> Bee? <laughs> Fergie? <laughs> our bird's name is Fergie. That makes me sad. <laughs> After the singer, no. Prince, well, is it I, I, mean, I imagine that's part of it. But it, I guess, the bird, the Duchess of York, they thought the bird was. <laughs> a, they gave the bird the male, the name Fergie, Furby, Furby, mm. and then they had someone had it sexed, and then they it turned out to be a female, so they called it Fergie. Did you have it sexed? You could have more birds. Who Fergie, as it turns out, has a penis, right? Isn't that well, isn't that the rumor? Uh, she's got a tiny minicock. Is, that, is, yeah. that, is that, yeah. She pissed her pants on stage, that's all I know. With her tiny minicock. So I don't find her sexy <laughs> at all, because she peed her pants on stage. Is she the one with the meat? Co- no, that's that's Lady Gaga with the meat meat dress. <laughs> yeah, that's Lady, that's the gogs. So I don't find her sexy either. Con- con- continue here, uh, enlighten me. How how would you have how would you have gone down the hoarder path? Mom, <laughs> you're a fucking hoarder. 
<laughs> just just throw it out there. Yeah, like, yeah. You're watching a show about you. Cut the shit. <laughs> throw some shit out, mom. Prove to me you're not a hoarder. I could I could like I say mom, it's not your fault. I could like call hoarders <laughs> anonymously and say, I think I have a contestant for you. Maybe they'd show up at the door. You do have I could, that, that'd be the way to tell her. <laughs> oh mom, by the way, you're on hoarders. <laughs> yeah, they're filming a documentary about bird lovers. <laughs> That's the cover. Like, oh, oh like yeah, intervention. She, really, she like, really loves <laughs> birds. Oh, look at these birds. Oh my god, look up there. I don't think I don't think, I don't think you can have a hoarder's intervention like a drug addict. I mean, in fairness, you can still walk around the house. But as as we've identified, spaces like to fill. Did you ever things. watch the show Intervention? <clears throat> no. I always enjoyed that show. To me it was like my favorite comedy. There's <laughs> people like there's like that walking on sunshine. Yeah, I know you've seen that video, right? Where she's like says I'm walking on sunshine, she's sucking down air cleaners. Nope. Oh, well, I'll show you. There's a montage of it. We should actually probably play it. It's so funny. <laughs> no, I mean that. It's that funny. We're like, she's like, this is, anyway, there's lots of cases where people just melt down. And they're, like, they're all on YouTube. So you can watch like, Intervention's Greatest Hits. <laughs> it's like drug addicts. Just fucking. So yeah, definitely play that because it's so funny. It's like Katrina and the Waves walking on sunshine. It's just this crackhead sucking down air. Like It feels just like I'm walking on sunshine. And then at the end, she's like, <laughs> I wish I had a father. But it's like all her actual... It sounds vaguely familiar. It's very funny. Like, before we leave, I'll show it to you. It's that funny. And there's one of those old black guys crying, and it's it's so great. Like, it's got millions of views because it's so. It's like, ah, like his his cry is not human. So like, you, you don't root for the recovery. You root for them to be like on a comedian show. We're bad people, is what I'm saying. <laughs> I have a video that I've seen recently on YouTube, and I'd like to thank Patrick, who doesn't listen to our show that I know of, for this video. So it's these, there's these two, there's these two, I guess you'd call them rappers from California, and they're called Tropical Storm. Oh, yeah. Have you heard of this? No. And this is one of the funniest videos I've seen in a long time. These, this, it's called, my, my I, don't, I guess I don't know what it's called, but the video starts off, he's like, he's got a, he's got a serious face. They like film this in their bathroom. All right. Two guys or two? Two guys. Okay. And he's like. Starts off with like like talking like rappers will do at the beginning of their songs, and he's like, you know, I got a problem. When I go to the when I go to the bathroom to take a shit, my dick hits the water because <laughs> <laughs> they're they're like black guys. I and, get the joke. Yes, and so the whole the whole video is about how <laughs> his dick touches the water, and, it, and there's like a guy in the background going splash, <laughs> splash. I don't know as how like, I feel as, as like the the the. The har- harmony or whatever you want to call it, splash. and so they do these gestures, like a swinging, like elephant trunk, <laughs> in front of them while they're dancing. It is hilarious, and so you really set it up for. I'm not sure if it's hilarious or disturbing, <laughs> man. It's both. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the best comedy is both. <laughs> so I'll have to watch. Uh, listeners, get, watch that. We'll, we'll we'll post it. All right, <laughs> I'll make sure that gets splash gets somewhere. So you deleted your Facebook account. I don't have any need for it anymore. Because <laughs> Jerry got fired from the network. I got I got it for the network. Never use it for the network, really. Just admit you were fired. Nobody ever sent what? You were shit-canned. You were fired. No longer with the network. <laughs> and, he uh, was fired. I mean, I never used it anyway. Another job he was fired from. And uh, so I was like, well, I don't need this anymore. No, no use maintaining an extra set of credentials for that. So, <laughs> I thought it was because they changed their privacy settings. They won't even. Oh, no. If you're on Facebook, you give it a jab coming to you, really. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I have nothing coming to me. I, I'm not afraid to be <laughs> saying, like, I'm not trying to hide anything. I want to be out there. I'm trying to be a comedian. <clears throat> but if you're not trying to be out there, you shouldn't be on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I so. Yeah. 
So yeah, so I so I got rid of it. Uh, but but of course they won't delete it right away. They they give you 14 days because they're pretty sure in 14 days you'll, you'll change your you'll, mind. You'll log back in. Well, no, like, that's not oh, why. Like, oh, that's why. But there's a re- it's for relationships. Because everybody I've ever known that's in a relationship that's rocky, like that's you know they break up and they 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 they've, they've and this is family members, this is friends. They delete their Facebook account and within 14 days. Every time they're back on, every time. So like they get they get like a bad relationship. That that Facebook will come and go. So you can always tell their relationships doing if they're on Facebook or not. It's like a face. It's like a relationship barometer. If they're, if they're going through a bad period, somebody's deleted their Facebook account. And if they're back together, it's back on. <laughs> I won't name any names, but it rhymes with Larry. <laughs> <laughs> How's he doing? <laughs> uh, Larry's doing okay. <laughs> not not Larry the Cable Guy. Yeah. Not no, I'm not friends show. with him. <laughs> not friend of the show, Larry the Cable Guy. Other friend of the show. Uh, what time is it? What time? I got to pick up Jenny at some point. Uh, I don't have the time. I only know how far. How far are we into it? Thirty-six minutes. That's this seems. This is okay. <laughs> it's like, gosh, I'm surprised we've gotten this far. That's plenty of time. I think we should start shooting for forty, forty-five minute episodes. Oh, really? I think we should cut them down. Yeah. What's the point of having them so long? I don't know. Let's just drags on then. That was just how it was decreed in the beginning. Well, the decree is changing. God said, "Let there be an hour." Well, God was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and by God, I mean Brandon. Yeah. He's no god of the, mine. The n- naboob of negativity. The naboob of negativity. <laughs> He's coming back on the show. I'm going to get him back on. I don't care what you say. I figured so much. If he comes back on, he'll probably say no, so don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> that naboob. Uh, I'll hold out hope. <laughs> <laughs> he probably will say no. The naboob. So, um, you know Nate Silver? You familiar with that name? I am. Nate Silver. He's the political statistician. That was like big in the last election, yeah. The last two, I think. Yeah. Well, he's been working for the New York Times. Okay. And now he's leaving the New York Times and moving to ESPN, where he'll be doing statistics on sports, sports. stuff. That's fantastic. What does that mean? <laughs> I'm not sure. I, mean, I, I brought this up because I don't know. Well, they, they, I mean, they, I know they keep statistics. But what do you mean? What does it mean? Does is ESPN forecasting say a player's future potential? Whatever. Not really, it's more than useful? maybe that's what they're going to be doing now. But no, they used to just do like you know, in, in, in game statistics. Like this is the most somebody's ever thrown for you know, like things right. like that. But why would they want to project? I don't know future performance. <clears throat> I don't know. That's weird. Maybe they're getting into sports books. I don't think they legally can do that. Oh, you know, you take it offshore, you do whatever you want. Well, they have enough money <laughs> where they need to do that, to be honest. Why would they risk their empire for, no. He's probably just going to run their statistics. I don't know, maybe he'll just be on their show, because he's very interesting. I think I think someone mentioned Keith Oberman. He's on there, yeah. Um, taking him on. This is like old news from July. Taking him on? Like, he'll oh, like on the show, like counterpoint. part of Keith Point, Oberman. counterpoint. I don't know. It just, it just baffled me, and I figured that would be something. Because they're going to bring arguing into sports, too, even more. Like, they already have shows where everybody argues on the news channels, like Crossfire, the retarded fire. If you watch the end of Crossfire, stop listening to our show, you're a fucking retard. I don't even fucking care. You're a douchebag. But uh, they have that show, and then they have the ESPN's going to have the same shit. They already have shows kind of like that. He'll probably be on Oberyn. They'll probably argue about everything. I love sports. I mean, like, I love sports. I've seen some of those shows. I love sports. But what the fuck? Who cares? Like, if you just watch the show, shut the fuck up. Watch it and get out, right? Yeah, fuck's sake. Same with politics, politicians. Like, oh, like, 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 I had a bit I was writing for uh, comedy about seeing the crossfire. It annoyed me so much because they literally sit on the table and they say, "I'm Se Cup." That's her real name. What a pretentious bitch! I mean, who fucking Se Cup? 
fuck off, whore. She's hot, so it's even more annoying. She's like a devil woman. She's like, I'm on the right. And then she's like, this other lady's like I'm blah, blah, blah. I'm on the left. S-E what? S-E cup. That's her fucking name. So that's just she gave her initials? And yeah, that's all bitch she is Sarah giving. Cup or whatever her name is. Who knows? Anyway, she's like, I'm on the right. And the guy's like, I'm on the left. Like They literally state their political leanings on what side they're sitting on the table. Like that's so dumb. That's it's the lowest common denominator of stupid, and they they argue they argue every position to their point with it. They don't they don't have to believe in it. They said they have to be on the right or to be on the left. Mm-hmm. It's an ugly, nasty, terrible show. We thought John Stewart killed it for good a few years ago, but it got brought back from the dead. Remember when John Stewart went on there and said, "You're a dick. This is bad for America." You remember when he went on Crossfire and told him that? Well, I it do. didn't work. It's back. <clears throat> of course, Hardball's back too. Chris Matthews. That guy's a blowhard too, man. He, he was on he, real he's, time, he's just much, screaming at everybody. He's, he's generally much more likable. Oh, he was on real time, huh? Just fucking potato head and everybody <laughs> yelling <laughs> over him. Everybody's trying to talk. He just he just no. He's a fucking jerk off. He just screams over everybody's points because they're not left wing as he is. Well, he he is known as a yeller. What the fuck? I mean, whether you're left or right, you're still stupid. The whole point of Crossfire is if you're on either side, you're a moron. You should be. In the, I'm in the middle. I'm Tony. I'm in the middle. <laughs> like I'm the moderator. SC Cup, get the fuck off my show. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, I mean, it's uh, I guess it's all about branding. No, they all every show and the, every show on CNN now. I've just noticed because that's the only news show I watch. I don't know why I grew up on it. I, it's terrible. They have like five different split screens now. They have they have as many people as they can on one show to argue a point. So there'll be five people literally talking at the same time arguing a point. Sooner or later, you'll just have like half. So it's like, <laughs> that's all you hear the whole time, and, you, and then some guy tries to moderate it, like Anderson Cooper or something, and you just sit there like. This is the news channel. What news am I getting right now? Well, I'll tell you. Nancy Grace was ahead of the curve. She oh, was doing that. She was doing that years ago, yeah. having eighteen people mm-hmm. on, right, yelling well, about she, yelling about stuff that's none of her business. She must be running all of CNN now. Well, it's just it, it's just awful. I mean, she's indicted more people than Anderson Cooper ever has. Well, she got that lady because of her. That lady got off. That murdered her child. Everybody says. Which one? That's all she covers. Is she got like, murderers off because she was her coverage. Like, <laughs> they only help murderers. Well, I figure with the amount of publicity she gives these trials. Right. Yeah, I mean, you can't have an impartial jury. No. Nope. And, and like the Trayvon Martin case, they had like, on CNN, they had like a little, like, like, like a theme song for it. And they had like a, like a, like a what do you call it? An <laughs> animation type of thing where it was like, really? It's like a thunderbolt and like Trayvon Martin comes on and like, wah, 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 and he's like, get shot. Where was the outrage of that? I don't know. I was outraged by it. Like they had, they had a theme song to the Trayvon Martin case. And they had, they had, they had commercials for it. They were coverage of Trayvon Martin. They had, like it was a Super Bowl. So they had commercials. The whole time I was like, does anybody realize this is horribly wrong? Does anybody have any idea this is shit? Okay, no, but guys, nobody gets it though. Okay, guys, we have another, we have another uh, race issue in our, in our, in our midst here. Can we get Lee Greenwood on the phone so he can proud to be <laughs> an American? Is he, he going to be uh, singing or is he going to be on the panel? No, no, I'm sorry. Who's the who's the who's the Greenwood? Who's the composer? I, I don't. It's, I know the Lee Greenwood's. Is, oh, the, you mean the com- the political? No, the I don't like no the idea. Soundtrack composer. Damn it, Greenberg. I, no, Greenberg. John Williams. All <laughs> 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 right, that'll work, right? Yes. <laughs> Ennio Morricone. There we go. You had to, you had to, out, you had to out smug me, didn't you? Okay. So they had that. Like, That's the, the only em- other one I could get. Like, the Emperor's theme. <laughs> like, that, like, <laughs> like, it's just like every time. The, how do you have a panel for. It's like, like when That's I'll, actually kind of fitting because it's like black and white. Right, right. <laughs> exactly. And it's like, dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? It's, yeah. not, it's a kid that's dead, you fucking cunts. So, like, I don't know how else to say. Like, are you kidding me? So that trial was a fucking game. It's like the Bob Dylan song, The Hurricane. Talks about justice being a game. He he. That's that's the hurricane fit the Trayvon Martin. This case is the so Trayvon much. Martin update, sponsored by Skittles. Honestly, <laughs> too soon. Uh, Why didn't they think of that? 
perfect marketing opportunity. What's the difference? That's what they're doing. They, oh, that's funny you say that actually. And American Apparel, show, and American hold, hold Apparel on. halftime. Yeah, show. yeah. They show a clip like um, uh, Doctor Drew has a show on one of those CNN networks with fifty-five people arguing, and uh, the Daily Show showed a clip of. It. I never watched Doctor Drew. Like, don't even get me started on that guy. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> they just, some guy made a joke about Skittles the night of the Trayvon Martin verdict. Like one of the guys was on those panels and he said a Skittles joke. And like everybody's like, too soon, too soon. <laughs> and John Stewart showed it like it's like this moment of zen. And the whole thing like. Is it all of this too soon? Like, what's the difference? You're all making a mockery of this fucking dead kid. Yeah, I've always been. I mean, I've always been troubled by Nancy Grace putting trials like that on. I mean, how is it's that the shit not right illegal? To, it's the right, it's the public's right to know. They can it's have the a, public's right to have evidence presented to them. Why not on a C-SPAN show? Like, but, with, um, that should be the only legal thing. Like, like C-SPAN, if you have cameras, there can be no political opinions on it. It just to be shown. I don't think it's right that they can try it in public. That's bullshit. They should not be able to do that. One thing is the public's right to see, or whatever. Fine, but why the fuck do they try? Yeah, facts it? are one thing, but when you're forming opinions, they're not doing facts. It's a yeah. It's right. they're just trying it in public it's, opinion. It's yelling. It's pretty much Nancy Grace yelling. They're guilty. They're guilty. <clears throat> they're guilty. They're guilty. <laughs> with with really very flimsy circumstantial evidence that well, she the fact doesn't. That this she, guy she was only not guilty is. because of the outcry. The outcry actually didn't work for the like. Like the people thought, oh, it'd make it so they had to try him. The outcry saved that guy's from getting found guilty. That Georgia Roman. Yeah, I think so. I wonder how he's living out his life. Well, he's, well I've talked about him. He, he's going to gun factories, doing tours, getting custom-made guns for himself, beating up his wife. He's already did all those things since he's been out. Real class act. Good job on that one, people. Good job, jury. Way to fucking knock that one out of the park. There's not enough evidence. Well, the kid didn't have a gun. He had skills and iced tea. But like, there's not enough evidence to prove that it wasn't self-defense. Yes, there was. Like, yes, yes, there was. If you have a brain, that was a no-brainer. The guy's he's had good lawyers. They wouldn't have got me. I'd be like, yeah, this guy's guilty. <clears throat> So, what have we learned? If you have minorities in your neighborhood, arm them. <laughs> yeah, the kid would have been better off with a gun. He could have used that law in his own defense. That's what, that's what Barack Obama said. What if he would have shot that guy? Would he have been standing his ground? I thought that's why Barack Obama was a good lawyer, I bet. <laughs> but that's just like, dude. And that, so that story really bums me out. That, that I still, I'm still mad about the Georgia Roman case. But you got to wonder how many cases are there really like that in our country. A lot. There's no way that's I'm the only sure. one, man. So we, just, we, just, we just don't even hear about him. What if that was your kid? <laughs> like, think about that. Like, how would you handle that? Oh, he's not guilty. Okay, I'd kill him. <laughs> uh, okay, well, I'll say he was running right at me. Look at South Park when they first had like, the hunter. He's coming right for us. And they could legally shoot any majestic animal if they could scream. It's coming right for us. <laughs> that's, 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 that's all you have to do. Just kill somebody. Apparently, that's, 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 that's George. George Zimmerman used the fucking South Park defense when they, when they had what's his name, the uncle was hunting, and they had the guy with the voice box. He's coming right for us. That's all he did. He's yeah. coming right for me. You That's know, all he had to say. Yeah, you, you know, you follow the law to the letter, but you don't follow it in spirit. That's that's where things really get. There's no, there's no. People don't take into account the spirit, and I know, I know the Supreme Court supposedly tries to take in the spirit of laws when they're deciding them, which is commendable. But Except for when they let corporations sponsor <laughs> politicians. Yeah. That was in the spirit of the law, huh? Well, there's a, there's. I've been I've been hearing about their docket, and that, that's one of those things that's probably going to be revisited this session, apparently. Yeah, and, uh, and okay. uh, homo marriage and <laughs> Jesus, Jarrett, gay marriage, whatever you want to call it. I mean, tomato, tomato. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, one's right, one's wrong. <laughs> well, there you have it. Yes, there you have it. <laughs> okay, homo marriage, Time. homo marriage. There you have it, <laughs> hoarders. Porters. <laughs>